mic checks. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rap room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. Any topic. Even the random. Random. I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rap room. What's up, y'all? I don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. We keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what? 2016. 2016. I did it again. You know what? I stop. Like, because I know he's going to mess it up. I know. Here we go again. If you notice, you know stops. Like, he going to mess up. I'm not even going to say it. You want to try one more again? We keep it what? 2017. God damn. Okay. We've been saying 16 for a fucking year. Yeah. So, <laughs> hard habits to break. It's okay. You'll get the it together. The power of Christ compels, compels you. you. Okay. <laughs> get it together. Get it together. So y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So you hear a voice. Yes. Sophista Ratchet over there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one you call yourself now? What's oh, it? I have so many different names now. <laughs> it was something you just used on the last episode. What, what the hell I was use? that called? What was I? It was a what? good one too. I always come up with something new. I have to keep, you know, I have to keep it together. Things uh-huh. trends move so fast. See what I got to do? You know, I have to uh-huh. let people know. <laughs> what was it? Your Afro-Indigenous auntie? <laughs> <laughs> Call your daddy. <laughs> the Black Gidget of Mission B. Yes, <laughs> I've always going to be that. That's I was that since the eighties. Yes, y'all crazy. Hello, what's up, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We are fabulous. We got some fine folks on the show today. I, you know what? We look sh- like a black girl, me, don't she? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got my hair all dead, slick back. Got it whipped, laced in on the front, plat ass. Oh, good lord, good lord. Little Miss Sarah over there. Look yes. One of my one of my favorite up and coming actresses. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited because Sarah has brought us some goodness. Yes. And we have to talk about it. We do. And it's a new web series, and I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. And should be uh, a damn series. series. It, it. You know what? That's all I'm gonna say. It's, you know what? It's going. It's going to be. Okay. We're just gonna put it out in the universe. Twenty seven. Women doing it. Yes. Talking about feminism. Okay. Talking about women. Yes. Talking about y'all. Yes. <laughs> can we? Can we? Can we, sir? God, yeah, dang it. <laughs> so y'all don't know that. No, y'all too nobody young remembers y'all Warriors. Y'all don't know that. I don't know from this series, but I've, I've don't heard it. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, Boppers. <laughs> See, no one knows Warriors. No, anyway. no, they don't know. <clears throat> so anyway, y'all know how we do it. <clears throat> I told y'all I'm losing my voice. Mm-hmm. If you guys are grown, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get it in. All right. Mm-hmm. Can you introduce him right quick? Let me get some. No, I'm going to look at you while you sit here. (laughs) (laughs) So, those of you, uh, one of the things that you know, especially from my end, that I really uh, love doing is I love to promote anything that has to do with women making film, Mm -hmm. women telling their own stories. Like, you know, I love women. You know, I love. Look, look, I cape for women, men. Occasionally. All right. 
<laughs> if I like them occasionally. But I'm excited because one of the things that, and I've told Sarah this before, like she's one of my favorite, because, because she's got this fresh look that reminds me of, I like she has that face that you don't see. Like they always have like this Hollywood look that I can't mm-hmm. stand. Mm-hmm. And she reminds me of the fabulous, the great faces from like the 70s and 80s where it was like fresh, exciting, you know, it's perky. It makes you just feel like you just want to follow her wherever okay, she goes. Too much now. You know, no, it's true. She's going to take it all to the No, end. it's true. But one of the things beyond that, just beyond being an actress, is this someone, you know, because of my feminist stance on everything, you know, um, I just love the fact that Sarah's putting together something with... Um, a, a group of really talented women, mm-hmm. and I th- and I know through your work with Seed and Spark, and I know you guys are going to talk about that too. Um, I'm just really excited because or die trying is going to be one of those series because you know women are blowing up in terms of doing their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Web series, you got mm-hmm. Issa Rae doing her thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Camilla, Michaela, who already from the, you know uh, chewing gum. Uh-huh. You know, doing so some fantastic stuff. Yes. Uh, you haven't seen um, it? Yeah. Oh my god! And there's sleeping no, on there's, there's the other. UK show, um, the one that Chris told us about, and I watched oh, yeah, all yeah, of it, yeah. and I love it. I oh, what is it called. called? Not Crazy Head. Yeah, because Crazy Head. Like no, Crazy Head's the other UK show. Oh, two great yeah. women, but it's the other one that I love. But anyway, it's like this, like a lot of honestly, a lot of the good stuff is coming from women. Like the shows that mm-hmm. are just coming out. Mm-hmm. So um, we have today, we have Sarah Hawkins. Hello. You know, and I'm gonna let her introduce her. She look, she's looking fabulous right Maya now. Over here. Maya over here is like yeah. stunting on folks. <laughs> look like a girl, me. That's all. Uh, you still trying to keep credit she's for still everything. To look like, you know, I was gonna wear that today. I know we, that saying. would have been awkward if we won't like rolled in. I'm like, gonna the lace same my outfit. hair like that too. Right <laughs> now. <laughs> it's gonna slide I can't take. I can't take you nowhere. <laughs> Go um, ahead, Maya. Say your thing. Girl. Yes, Maya okay. Hollis. What's yes. up? Yes. I am Maya Hollis. I'm the writer and creator of Or Die Trying. Yes. Sarah is my partner in crime. Yes. 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 So we've got two fabulous ladies here who are going to talk about their fantastic new web series. And I just saw the news and stuff that you guys like just partner up with some people. Like y'all about to blow up. Okay, look. <laughs> like I remember when oh, they put wait, 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 my 10%. Look, <laughs> look. Because I know when they first put it out mm-hmm. the call and they were like trying to fund this thing and get it going. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden it's become like this thing now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, Sarah and I are about to verge become superstars. <laughs> and and next time I see her someplace, I want to be able to get 10 feet in front of her. Mm-hmm. I'll be like behind the red carpet waving like, hi, Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She still want her one line. Uh-huh. I still want there her they one go line. over there. That's there they go line. over there. But yeah, so we have Sarah and my hair. So we want to talk about, first of all. Who y'all is? Who y'all is? Mm-hmm. But I really want you to get in because this is this is this is like my precious thing. It's really mm-hmm. dear and dear to my heart. Is women kicking butt by creating their own content mm-hmm. and presenting it and not giving a fuck what anybody thinks, mm-hmm. not waiting for people no more, putting their stuff out there and letting the audience find that work. And one thing I do love about it because I saw the trailer. I love the fact that or or die try is not one of the because you know. Children, come gather in closer to the <laughs> closer to the radio here. Like whenever you have shows that talk about women who are working in Hollywood, they're actors and things trying to do that. They always get actors, and they always kind of present it as this like really overly cutesy, saccharine, sweet. Like I don't get the sense of that in here. I feel like you guys are going to bring us the real, mm-hmm. and like it's going to be fierce. And I'm going to be sitting there with my little popcorn, going, "Oh, this bitch <laughs> did not." No. Look at those shows where it's like, oh, it's kind of cute. Oh, the Hollywood thing. But I feel like you guys are going to like, 
tell the real story, like the real shit that goes through. And I'm excited about that because we don't get to see those narratives. So mm-hmm. anyone, you can jump in, talk about who you are, what you do. But I really want you to focus in on really tell us about the series and why people need to watch it when it comes out and yeah, to support where did it. Where come from? Do you want to take this? Talk, sure. up, talk up just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, this idea came from a short idea, a short mm-hmm. concept that Sarah and I were developing that was going to be like a minimal dialogue uh, look at a writer and an actor <laughs> and kind of uh, just like one like day in a life type right. of situation, like a split screen, almost like silent film, mm-hmm. uh, just showing like the struggles you go through through mm-hmm. a typical day and like the ups and downs and how when you come home at the end of the day, you're still in L.A., you're still doing what you want to do. So even if it sucks, like you're still in the place that you need to be. Right. Um, so we were planning on we I think we had like part of the script written mm-hmm. or at least just like the outline for it. And um, then Sarah works with Jenny Austin, who plays Amelia Tinsley and um, Chelsea Lendeloy used to work with them as well, who plays Bailey. She name dropping. OK, mm-hmm. name dropping. Do it. Yes, do girl. it. <laughs> uh, and Jenny wanted to do a project with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And so Sarah introduced Sarah brought Jenny into um, kind of our thing, what we were planning. And mm-hmm. we all developed it into what it is now. And then we were like, well, we need to bring Chelsea on to play Bailey like mm-hmm. she's perfect for it and then we we just developed it and then planned the the trailer shoot which was insane it was crazy <laughs> it looks so thank you good, though. Oh, yes. just that, that shot of you guys all sitting there on and the, then Sarah floating and by you sitting there, she's sitting there trying to smoke she don't even know how to smoke, she's trying to smoke. <laughs> and then and then yeah and then Sarah just float by, by. <laughs> what you what you doing you doing something you on the phone what you doing oh she smoking that's, that's right yeah. I love it it's such a good shot. The oh, way it's lit, you. the way it's set. And the timing it looks, of you float through. Yes, it's, it's just like perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Protection valley looks awesome. It's like, yes. yes. But anywho, keep going, keep going, going. Yeah, so we uh, knew that we wanted to do, initially our plan, we, we went into this with a very like simple, simple plan. We were like, we're just going to shoot something for our reels. I wanted something <laughs> as a writer. And they wanted something as actors. actors yes. Yes. Yeah, Sarah was leaning toward producing. So she was like, we're just going to do something small that we can put mm-hmm. together ourselves for like our reels and then um, we were <laughs> meeting directors because we were like well we should just do like a proof of concept trailer right. something that can kind of show the style because the way that I write I'm like I, I prefer things like you said to be real I kind of lean on the darker side of things thank you yes yeah, we do so too God bless I'm you like, I hate a happy ending unless it's like deserved in yes. my exactly. um so, which is why I love Shonda Rhimes so much because yes. she never gives you like yes. a happy ending ever. <laughs> but so we were looking at different directors and we went with Michael Aronson who mm-hmm. directed our trailer and we shot the entire thing in one day. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. We did it in part that of it? it in Sarah's apartment and part of it in an Airbnb in oh, Malibu yeah. mm-hmm. in the hills. And it, that's a perfect little house. I yeah. Love that. So the majority of it was in and around that house. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, yeah the Airbnb lady was fantastic she she hooked us up for sure mm-hmm. and yeah and then it just turned into something bigger than we expected <laughs> it's, it's been insane yeah we we used the trailer as kind of a concept to what the series would look like if we were to get the proper funding for it because mm-hmm. being four millennial women just trying to survive in yeah. a way mm-hmm. we knew that we couldn't fund it the way that it should be um, to shoot 
all eight eight minute episodes. Mm-hmm. So um, we wanted to do something that even if the series never got made, that we had something that looked of value and mm-hmm. that spoke to like what the series could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we we did a seed and spark campaign and then um, went to production and then now we're on to post. So just I know we talked about it. Not, can you just give us the, the audience listening? What is the show about? Like, give us, like, And where'd you come up with the title? Because it sounds like freaking the James Bond movie or something. (laughs) Yes. Um, The title, we came up with that when it was just me, Sarah, and Jenny, when we first decided that we wanted to do something. And Mm -hmm. Jenny really wanted to do something just about Hollywood and L.A. And Mm -hmm. Sarah and I already had the idea about making it about artists in L.A. And so we, I'm the worst at titles. I'm horrible at anything (laughs) brief. Yes, titles, (laughs) log lines, like anything where it's like, give me this in one word. I'm like, I I can I have some like oh, can I have a paragraph or something <laughs> so we were just throwing around different ideas and I was just like or die trying and they were like and I'm like like dot 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 something blah 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 or die trying and they're mm-hmm. like oh and so we kind of went with that and then we went through a period of get married or die trying okay. <laughs> anything or die trying right. mm-hmm. and then uh, we went through a period where we were deciding whether or not we should change the name because mm-hmm. we were getting different feedback where it was like well it might seem way more dramatic than it's intended to so we went and we threw around some other things and came up with some just awful ideas <laughs> oh, so give us some examples of- <laughs> oh my god vice girls uh-huh. um, yeah hate that one yeah, yeah. No. Qu- quarter no. life crisis. No. Which no. there were already. Like, yeah, there's yeah. so yeah. many. Yeah. Um, and it sounded like needy, where yeah. it's like uh, there's definitely a stigma towards millennials that mm-hmm. we're aimless and we don't know what we want mm-hmm. and we waste resources and time. <laughs> but like, or die trying really sums up at least who we are right. and that we'll do anything to mm-hmm. put our dreams into mm-hmm. fruition. And I feel like that really speaks to our peers. Um, and I, so I feel like it's more encompassing of, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> Once it came out, it's stuck and no other name. Exactly. Right, it's, it's the I don't, I don't mean to mess up the flow. Just, but I know who Sarah. I know that bitch. Now, where are you from? Who are you? I'm like, from who Philly. You yeah. you know I am from Philly. Um, I'm obviously a writer. I went to Temple University, which I Temple. feel like everybody always reps Temple way harder than I do. So I just want to plug them real quick. Well, at least you're with go, the Howard Mafia. Don't they say Temple right there? They say Temple right here, mm-hmm. like the real Temple. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I moved here about a month or two before Sarah we used to work together in retail in Philly and we were just it was like the dream of moving to LA <laughs> and like all the, yes. the drama that went around both of our moves here and kind of how we kind of beat the odds by even getting here mm-hmm. and we weren't even super close friends in Philly we were just like kind of co-workers and now we're basically married we're oh, <laughs> <laughs> soulmates yeah. I love um, it but yeah you need to find somebody like that find you can somebody trust. who can do Who's your ride or die? Like, let's come exactly. out and do this. Exactly. When I did this podcast, I was like, this bitch mm-hmm. is my ride or die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. So you were already writing in Philly and doing, or, you know, or were you thinking about, I mean, you were already doing, and since you're sitting there in retail, you're like, you know what? I'm leaving. Like, what? what's that transition like? Like, no, I'm leaving to come to L.A. I wasn't. I... 
I was in school and I was a communications major, which basically means I was undecided. And <laughs> I was about to say, I, I was. It was in the like poly science. Okay, like, yeah, it was in the sweet years when Temple didn't give you any uh, hardcore curriculum for communications mm-hmm. majors. So I just took whatever I wanted. I took a lot of psych classes, mm-hmm. a lot of English classes, drama classes, things like that. And I, um, my senior year, I went to New York first, and mm-hmm. I literally interned as myself, like for myself. <laughs> As a writer, I, I convinced my communications director that I needed to go write a book and I could only huh. do it in New York. So I got like nine credits of school credit <sighs> really? to live in New York and write from. It was so shady. <laughs> <laughs> and so two did days. Did Jedi mind trick? I think I, I need did. to go to New York and write I my book. I was like, this is important. It was like the Lena Dunham like opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, girls. I was mm-hmm. like, I think I'm like the voice of my generation. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but then I, I had two days back home in Philly after my New York um trip and then I came out to LA for a semester and I interned for five literary managers over at Hollywood Studios International okay. and so I think they did like the Saw movies mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that Good, my kind of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just I had never tried to write scripts. I didn't know anybody who wrote scripts. I didn't know anything about it. And Mm -hmm. so that was my crash course of like finding out what Mm -hmm. um, managers actually look for and how scripts are formatted, what a good script is versus Mm -hmm. what a bad script is. And I did so much coverage and I was actually the only intern that lasted the entire five months. (laughs) Everybody else kind of moved on to different things. And so I was like the go-to person. Um, And then as soon as my, my program was up, I'm like, I'm moving. Everybody's like, girl, you ain't moving. I'm like, like I'm moving as soon as graduation is over I'm moving (laughs) and yeah so I graduated in May and I moved in August really Mm -hmm. wow yeah so you just got here? Uh, 2013. Oh, 2013. Yeah. I was, I was like, hey, a few years ago. <laughs> I was like, how's she going to have her own damn show in four months? Uh-uh. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah. But that's exciting. So, okay. So you're here. Mm-hmm. You're doing the show. Tell us, explain how Seed and Spark, um, how you work with that. Because I think it's something that other, especially women creators need to, to know in terms of creating content and having that type of support system. Mm-hmm. Because I had heard of Seed and Spark before, but it wasn't until you guys started doing the campaign with them, it's like, holy shit, well, I need to know some more about these people. So mm-hmm. talk to us about that so the listeners will understand like how they were able to help you guys get to where you are now. Yeah. Um, Seed and Spark is awesome. Uh, what is it for people who don't know? It's kind of like um, an Indiegogo or Kickstarter, okay. um, a crowdfunding platform, mm-hmm. but specific to film. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's kind of a unique component of like loans, like things that you would... Um, attribute to your budget, like a location or mm-hmm. equipment or things like that, you can have as um, wishlist items. So people mm-hmm. who are really excited about your project, who just want to be involved and contribute in some way, but like, hey, I don't have money, but you're welcome to use my camera for mm-hmm. five days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of... It's a bartering system. Yeah, yeah it's okay. kind of cool. So yeah. um, it kind of fosters collaboration and community um, mm-hmm. within the filmmaking community. And um, I, we launched on there. Um, but I think the coolest part about it is really um, they they have like videos and courses and stuff that you can take that's less about like raising money because I feel like sometimes it's, it's hard to crowdfund. Like it, it wasn't easy by right. any means, but right. um, um, they really helped craft the message as to um, who is your audience, why are you there, what's your story, um, how can people contribute to a bigger cause or community. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was kind of the lightning bolt moment for us. Of We knew that this story was about women in entertainment, but 
there's such a need for female-driven narrative, but also to hire female crew. Right. So above and below, above and below the right. line. Right. Um, so I think it was kind of that lightning bulb moment of like, this is the the direction that we're going to take um, to progress the narrative of women in film, not mm-hmm. only through the series, but also with who we hire. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of really great female filmmakers and um, uh, women in film and um, a lot of men came out in support um, and were just like, what are you doing? Like, how can we help? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that was that was huge for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that we would have gotten that a kind of intimate support from an Indiegogo or Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are our people, the right. people who are making film, because right. the whole series is about women in entertainment. Right. So the very people that are drawn to Seed and Spark are already our audience. So mm-hmm. that was another really big draw for us as well. I think that's really great in terms of know the distinction between that and the Indiegogos and yeah. the other things that they're really specifically like, hey, let's pull our resources and make this project happen. But like I was saying earlier, like a lot of the great content, like I always feel like when you let women make their stuff mm-hmm. on their own, let them tell their stories, the content is so much better, mm-hmm. you know? And with this idea of you guys presenting, you know, the millennial take on um, just being in this industry and being in Hollywood, what do you think somebody who wants to watch your show, what do you, what is, what do you want them to take away from watching this, this web series? Like, what is it? Especially if they're writers, they're actors, and they're looking at this and they're just like... What do you want them to take away from this? I I think, well, our tagline has been dreams are worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. And I think although we really love the women in film community and such a, a vast community, not only in the millennial age range, but uh, mentors and people that just really want to support right. female-driven narrative and mm-hmm. hiring women, um, I, it's so much more than that. I feel like each of these girls are on different paths and they know what they want or trying to figure out what they want. And I can speak more to that than I can, mm-hmm. but, um, I, that dreams are worth fighting for. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I never have anything specific that I want people to walk away with because I feel like what you walk away with is like what you need to take away from something. Mm-hmm. So we can all watch the same show or the same movie or read the same book. And based on what we need in our lives, we'll walk away with something different. So I just hope that, you know, going into this story, we, it was very intentional that we chose four different girls with in four different aspects of the industry so that we're not only looking at actors, we're not only right. looking at writers and kind of how, when one is doing really well in their professional life, something's lacking in their personal and vice versa. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's something mm-hmm. in there for everybody. So mm-hmm. if you're doing really well at work, but you can't get your relationship together, mm-hmm. then my character yeah. might, <laughs> might relate to you a little bit <laughs> on that. And, um, and that, that. That's what I like about what Issa and them do on Insecure. Yeah. They're, they're oh really God, good so about, good. they all have those big major flaws. Yes. Right. Everybody can relate to right. them. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, but so I just want... <laughs> I just want people to be able to see part of themselves or their entire self in at least one of the characters Mm -hmm. and to just be able to really on like a human to human level with Mm -hmm. them. Like, oh, girl, like I get it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And if that happens, then I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So since you're writing the show. Mm Do the other, does the other actors, do they have some input? Like when you write the script and you're like, hey, this is the script and y'all just going to say these lines. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there any collaboration in terms of the actors having some input into the writing? Or are you just like, I'm writing it. Say the lines. We're good. 
The second. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the latter. No, um, I think the only person who I really take criticism from or like, you know, notes from at this stage is always Sarah because I, I need to hear from somebody who sees the bigger picture but also understands the vibe that we're going for mm-hmm. and so you can't always get that feedback from actors because they're only focused on their part right. and you know they only and that's that's what they, how they should be that's the mindset they should be in of my character's world mm-hmm. but I need somebody who can especially since all the storylines are so intertwined right. um, it's important to me that whoever is giving feedback understands the bigger picture and where mm-hmm. we're going with the series so that it's not like oh that's cute that mm-hmm. you know I broke up with my boyfriend in episode 5 but like I feel like it would be better if because then it's not right. it's not you know helping anything no I'm curious like can tell us a little bit about the writing of it because it's like how long how long is the series I mean how long is each episode going to be and also like when you're writing it um combining all the stories with all those the different actors and 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 just structuring it so that I don't know, I'm just really curious about your process, but the yeah. brand new web series. <laughs> it was, um, it was a bit of a, it was crazy. Cause we, when we shot the trailer, we had maybe five episodes written mm. and then I was writing for web at that time. I was like, this is what web <laughs> series like, We have $3. Like. Yes. Yeah. We have one location. But like not even, <clears throat> not even as far as, um, the budget, but mm-hmm. I was writing co- web content at that point. So, mm-hmm. I was like, let's give the girls a situation. And then all the girls like band together and figure that situation out. And then I had this like epiphany moment. I was talking to Sarah and this was, we shot the trailer in August of 20, last year, 2014. I don't even 15, know anymore. 2015. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, and January, at January, I was like, I had this breakdown of Sarah, like, this isn't right. <laughs> I'm like, this is not my style. This is not my voice. It was very good, but it was very light. And as we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. I can't do like content. Like I need some pain. I need, some, <laughs> uh-huh. you yeah. know, I need the highs and lows to be good. very extreme. Right. So um, I realized that it was too fluffy, which is what you get from a lot of web series yeah. because it's just easier and it catches mm-hmm. people's attention and right. holds it and that's a good thing but we always um, wanted it to be like HBO quality just mm-hmm. in a condensed format so I threw away all five scripts <laughs> really? <laughs> all five scripts completely threw them away wait well, how, then, how long were the episodes of the script? well they were eight script. minutes each right? yeah eight minutes? Okay. Yeah, they were like eight or nine pages okay um, I threw them all away so she had a pilot and a half okay so she, she was like yeah. Yeah. go uh, listen folks what, listen to what she's saying <laughs> she wrote the episodes and then threw them away threw them away (laughs) had an epiphany and had to go in a different direction sometimes that's gonna happen so don't be fretting about oh but all that good work nope I was like bye girl (laughs) yes (laughs) but I called Sarah um, after I wrote the the new pilot in 20 minutes and I called Sarah it was very (laughs) mad that's how it happens that's how it is I was like this is everything and Uh. I read it to her on the phone (laughs) and she's like oh my god yes yes and then at that point we had um, we had been building our team of people who are going to do it so there was like immediate backlash if this is a whole new show like we don't understand this is not what Mm. we uh, like which is totally understandable because I totally went in a different direction as far as the tone Um, so it took some getting used to and Mm -hmm. then after that I found that because the pilot can kind of stand alone as its own thing like kind of like a short short by itself yeah yeah, I found that when I was able to write the first episodes the first original versions of the 
scripts, I could write them all in like 20 minutes. Um, and I found that writing the new versions were much more time consuming hmm. because, oh, yeah. yeah, because initially it was like a situation per episode, they would figure it out. And then I, this time around, I had to take all four girls and make it more of more episodic. So, so I had weave. to weave it mm-hmm. more. And I found that it was a lot harder. <laughs> I got to come up with the A, B and C story. And eight minutes and go. That was the hardest part is because mm-hmm. writing episodically with a longer format is a bit easier, but mm-hmm. trying to get four people's storylines mm-hmm. into less than 10 minutes. Yes. and have it be substantial you're only exactly. given what two pages per girl there you go <laughs> it's That's crazy it. yeah <laughs> but you made it work though yeah you know and we're, and when you got those pages where you're like yes yeah keep doing that yeah. <laughs> I feel like well, like Maya I like things that are truthful and uh, the truth is not always pretty and right. so right. Um, I immediately I gravitated towards it and I think we've been very in sync and calling it a series and kind of delineating not trying to edit ourselves in such a way that we're planning to see that it is a series and that it could be a series on you name whatever platform mm-hmm. you watch series on Netflix yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so Plan it girl yeah. put it out put yes. it out there yeah yes. so we wanted to to plant the seeds of like this is a series and um, that takes a different tone and so some people will will love the the, the dark and the drama um, I but if it is on web, who knows? I don't know. But see, that's the interesting thing, though. People always misunderstand or under- understand when you say you want to turn up the drama. Mm-hmm. They think you mean mellow. And mm-hmm. it's a completely different tone. Right. Mm-hmm. Melodrama is overdone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Drama just turns up the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Turns mm-hmm. up the moments, whatever. So I think you're doing the right thing. We tend to write dark anyway. Because anyway. <laughs> to me, that's, it's, it's just better. better. Yeah. 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 It's better. And mm-hmm. sometimes darker is even funnier. Yeah. And, uh, oh God, if I could think of the name of that series. And I think, oh, what's the name of that UK? The other series with, come on, the, with the girl, the British girl, where it's so well done. And I thought if more women did stuff like this where you mm-hmm. could have your drama and have it dark and it could still be humorous mm-hmm. and still have that thing it works so good and the fact and I just love the fact that you guys are already telling yourself in your mind we're making it already at the quality we want it to be at mm-hmm. it's not like well let's just do this little thing over here and see what happens it's like you're you're putting that intention out mm-hmm. in terms of no it's already at a Netflix with our quality they just need to come to us and come get this and <laughs> work for yes. us because I think a lot of I, I just think a lot of filmmakers don't do that Mm-hmm. They just think like the old days. We just make a cute little thing and put it up. It's like, bitch, no, those days are over. <laughs> like, do you remember? You remember like the like the early? I want to say like the. Mm, I, I might want to say like the late '80s, early '90s when internet was just starting. When they were out. born. Yes. And then when 2000 hit around, remember when they started talking about people doing shorts and people mm-hmm. watching when YouTube was barely even coming out. People are like, no one's going to watch a, a web series, a short. <laughs> like, that is not a concept. What? Because I remember when YouTube first came out and my friends were like, we got to start. Wa-. I said, I don't know where this platform is going to go. <laughs> like, no, no. I mean, I was all for it. Like, I'm always for new tech and new ways of getting people's stories out there. But literally, I still had that mental block like, so... <laughs> People are just gonna like not watch cable TV and stuff mm-hmm. anymore. And and fast forward now, like literally, and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. people now it's niche your own personal niche programming. I don't 
don't even watch regular TV anymore. <laughs> I don't even yeah. have cable. I don't anymore. even have cable. Really? I got Netflix, oh Amazon Prime. Same. I go on YouTube, Crackle. People tell I learn about Hulu. stuff on. Yes, and it's like I program my own network. Like my like your literal my literal queue yeah. on it. These are, so this you is my network. Grown ass millennials, but you. Yes, yes, I'm a grown ass millennial. No, but that idea and the stuff that I like now, it's not like the cute little. Oh, let's do a cute little ten minute or you know five minute cute. Like no, the quality, the game has been up so much that the, the great content that's coming out are web series. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many times I got to tell people that he's raised awkward black girl. Yes. How many of us were watching that? Me. And we're like, wow. This, and then it got picked up and it became like this thing. Mm-hmm. But I think in her mind, her intent, like, I'm going to make but the best show. Dark. Yeah. That was, that was her third web series. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to make my show the way I want to make it. Mm-hmm. And the audience will find me. True. And we'll make that happen. And I think that's the mindset that new people need to come out with. And it's like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying a plug for darker <laughs> contents. <laughs> grown content don't be afraid to do that and like I said I love the fact that you guys are doing that the intent like this is the way we see it and it's not going to be fluffy it's going to be real and I think to me right now that's the best TV shows and the best movies that are coming out because mm-hmm. we don't have those shows anymore so have you already written like the second season and are, do, you, do you have like your book bible like, <laughs> she's well, like you, you know, jumping way too stuff. far girl or are you still like okay we got this and we're starting like, we here. in post like, <laughs> <laughs> listen to you no no, I um, I take a lot of pages from the book of Shonda, mm-hmm. and I learned from her that you put ev- all of your ideas into the current season. She said that when she first started writing Grey's and it was her first time writing TV, mm-hmm. she put all of her ideas into season one. And so when the network was like, what do you got for season two? She was like, nothing. Really? And they were like, oh my God, really? And she was like, because you can never anticipate a second it's season. True. So it's you have to point. give all you got in the first season, right. and then you just come up with the new stuff for this next season. So, I mean, I do have ideas for mm-hmm. season two, just because of how we left season one off. I need to know. That's why they call it the... breaking story. Babe. Yeah, breaking <laughs> story. Yeah, exactly. But I haven't. I don't know the end game for the characters, mm-hmm. because if I know the end game, then their story is kind of set. And then they're not like real people to me anymore, because mm-hmm. I don't know the end game of you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. You know, I try to I try not to think that far ahead. Interesting. So what's it like writing and acting? In the projects, you know, as actress Sarah's like, yes, I have my pages. And I'm doing this, and it's like you're the writer, and, it's, and the director's like, I don't know about these lines. But at least she's not directing you, too. Yes, That's, no. You know. you know. I mean, how does that how does that feel for you to be able to like you know write it and be like I'm the actor too? See, I don't. I know this story. I know this character. It's, it's been a struggle for me accepting the actor part because I'm in it and I'm happy that I'm in it for sure. But um, I still. It's it's so it's been a difficult transition to be on screen for me, and it's been so much fun. But I've had to kind of like adjust. Like I can't show up in sweatpants, like with yeah. my glasses on, and chill by the monitor. Mm-hmm. Like I have to. And so, you can't even really watch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I watch. Well, you watch when I you're was, not on, but exactly. you know what I mean. That's what I meant. Exactly. Um, but it just what made it better is having such a good director. Mm-hmm. She was like, we were in sync, so mm-hmm. there were be days where I didn't shoot that much. We shot one day. It was 
just my scenes all day. Mm-hmm. And so I got we got a lot out of the way where I couldn't see any of the footage <laughs> that day. But other days I had breaks where I could kind of chill behind the monitor mm-hmm. and I would have a note. And me and her made an agreement that I wouldn't direct anybody. I didn't want to step on, you know, mm-hmm. step on her toes. But she was also very collaborative. So I would go up to her and say, can she do it a different way? And then she would go up to the exactly actor. Exactly how you do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. So, um, but we became so in sync to where I would just have to peek my head out of the door and she would look at me and I would nod at her and she'd be like, okay, so can we try it this way? And so we had like a, a rapport that we kind of created. So that made it easier for me to kind of take off my my showrunner hat when I needed to. Mm-hmm. And then also having the most amazing scripty, he was like, um, continuity? Like, how was your arm in that last take? Like, exactly. left or right arm? That's so important. Exactly. Yes. And she was like, totally like kept the scripts on lock and like she had it down packed to where I didn't have to worry about like my words. She was like, was that the line? Are you sure? And I was like, girl, yes, let them know. <laughs> let them know. And so um, then I was able to kind of step away from that. But it was a lot to juggle, like focusing on acting, focusing on the script, focusing on the producing side. Like, oh, my God, like yes. now we have to, to you know, go get equipment for X, Y and Z. And then it was a lot to juggle. Oh, but so how's that for you, Sarah, times. doing the yeah. acting and the producing stuff now, too? Like, yeah, I, I really love producing. I love the connection. Was your dad involved in this one at all? Um, yeah, he had a small role as okay. as my character's dad, so that was It was hard yeah. for him to play the role of Sarah's dad. Uh, yes, so it was such a stretch. Yeah. Um, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, we really owe it to um, our onset producer and producer in general, um, Jessica Toscano. Oh my god, she's the angel. Took out some of the logistical stuff off my plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I and um, was able to handle some of the day-to-day stuff. Um, But I really love producing. I love seeing the kernel of what it could be and building it out to that. And Mm -hmm. um, um, that's what gets me excited Mm -hmm. about where it's headed now and what we're working on and stuff. Um, So I like the the team building aspect and hiring crew and all that good stuff because you're hiring personalities and um, also the the commitment to hire um, women and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, I love that part. But then it was great having Maya. Um, it's great having Maya in general. But uh, she all right. She uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but great to be able to watch each other um, on the monitor. So mm-hmm. like if if it was Maya's scene, I would be watching her and vice versa. Sarah is hilarious. Oh yeah, Let me we tell- know. No, I mean, Sarah is a weepy baby a lot of the times, <laughs> which I love about her. She's just so in touch with like her, which I find that the more I get into writing and stuff like that, the more I become that way. Like I cry when I watch TV now, oh, yeah. which oh, I've yeah. never before in yeah. my life. But Sarah Because you cries. understand that. Yeah, yes. I get it now. Yes. And Sarah cries at everything and it's the sweetest. <laughs> and so there would be way, moments Sarah. where, yeah, <laughs> there would be moments where I would be in a scene and I would like walk out of the scene and I would walk over to the monitor where everybody's gathered around and they're like weeping. Video village. Yeah, they're <laughs> weeping and I'm just like, oh, I'm glad it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> like, like splotchy she red face. I'm like, hey guys, we're just like crying. So I, it was awesome to be able to. I'm tearing up now. <laughs> you see what I got to deal with? Uh, <laughs> Sarah, are you crying? Me and Lisa did an episode a couple we weeks ago. We were in here just bawling. Sure, bawling. <laughs> but do you find Sarah now that do you find, I mean, acting is your passion, but 
doing this producing thing? You think you're being seduced a little bit to a, a different role? I, I think Are you going to end up I like I think him? it's progression. I yeah, think it's I progression. Think it's you so have different. to. I mean, I love acting. I don't want to give that up anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think my trajectory is now producing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like being detail oriented and being able to be neurotic and have it be <laughs> towards something and being productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I also I really like, yeah, seeing where things are starting and having the end goal at the back of my mind twenty four seven and building out towards that. Um, so I don't know. Um, I like acting and mm-hmm. I. Um, th- there is such a rush of being on camera and being vulnerable. Um, but I think I like, I might like producing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see think that. She's just so type A sometimes that I think I was that, just about to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should see her like production binder on set is so organized yes. and color coordinated. Yes. And so I, that's what makes it so cool working with her is because <laughs> I'm not that way at all. Uh-huh. Um, I am very, very have a flighty artist mind at all really? times. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And like, you know, the story and the characters are serious like that's great but like we need to get <laughs> signs it's like the lights going down yeah. bitch can we get to this exactly so like, that's wonderful but uh, <laughs> yeah she's like can we, we gotta get it done uh-huh. so I think we balance each other in that mm-hmm. way um, the things that I don't like doing she's like I love that and then that's when important. it comes to mm-hmm. like you know the things that she doesn't like doing I'm like oh no I'll do that so we're we're yeah. a good team yin and yang yes. I was just gonna say you know like I'm a former actor too, so I understand the transition. Mm-hmm. What made me not want to act anymore, and I stopped acting when I was working the most, mm-hmm. which everybody thought I was crazy. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> what made me, what happened was, and you probably both, we all can relate to this. I sat down and I wrote Fade In, and I went, Exterior London, 1964, and I went, I never want to act again. It, what it was was, you know, that feeling you get when you're sitting in your trailer, mm-hmm. when you're working next to that star that you always dreamed to work. I felt it as I was writing. I was like, I don't have to wait 10 times a year to get that. Mm-hmm. I can get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. So the progression into producing and directing and everything else was like, oh, I never need to do that ever again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm acting every day when I'm writing. I play the parts in my head, so I feel fulfilled mm-hmm. in that for me. Right. You know what I mean? You have a different thing where I think you were designed to be an actor. I don't think I was designed to be an actor. I'm good at it. I'm not great at it. You know what I mean? But I'm mm-hmm. really good at producing, and I write my ass off. Don't I? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be playing. Oh. <laughs> you know, but but you have to learn what it is that works for you. Right. Mm-hmm. But be open to saying yes to. Yeah. You know, I think that's the key. Now so. I want to know about where or die trying is right now. So what's gonna happen next? So how soon can we if you give them five dollars, they can get this put the post production. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening now with it? So we can tell the folks. Yeah, we're editing. Yeah. We um will be in what what is today? What day is it? Today? We'll be back tomorrow um, in an editing house. We're working with Hot Pixel. They are amazing. 
They're so okay, supportive. They're hooking y'all up, <laughs> For sure. And uh, yeah, we just saw four of the episodes yeah. a couple of days ago. And um, it's it's coming along really, really well. Yeah. Oh, what was that so. like when you saw them? Like... Well, we we had saw footage before the holidays, uh-huh. and now um, this was just more defined. And it was, I think, the trippiest part for me is seeing the title card pop up. It's, mm. I think that's yeah. always the part that yes. I'm like, oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll edit, and then we'll do like sound and color correction and all that, and then it depends on where we dis- distribute. I yeah. Think. Mm. That depends on how mm. soon you'll see it. Yeah, we'd like to be able to get out early. Are you guys going to do your own page and stuff? Or are you still thinking about what you're going to do? Or mm-hmm. what? We got, we, we have like the big, we have like the dream dreams. goal. But yes. like, but then again, like at the end of the day, like we did set out to make something that was substantial and the quality that we wanted. So even if we end up doing like a YouTube or something, I think there is still value to that. Um, mm-hmm. But we'd like to try to. Try to go for the the brass ring first and, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's good. I love that. I love, I love that. it. Mm-hmm. I love hmm. it. <laughs> so, what else do you guys have going yes. on besides the show? You, know, you guys working say, on it? Because you know, when people start talking, they're like, "And what else do you have?" <laughs> yes. You know, you gotta like, say, you get "This, you gotta we get have this show, and, and we, then have we have this." this. Show. <laughs> yes. What's the next thing for you guys? Um, I'm producing a short right now with my dad. Um, it's a pitch She's pilot. Looking at I Dana love with working her with her dad. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm not on screen at all. I'm strictly producing. Um, and it's kind is of. Is he directing it or was he? He directed okay. it, yeah. Um, it's starring um, an NFL uh, defensive player. I don't know. If oh, really? Well, but um, his name is Jared Odrick from okay. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Um, and a guy named Carl Holtz. Um, and it's kind of about changing stereotypes um, one tooth at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like I'll be your breaking bad this meets like um, <laughs> yeah like breaking bad meets like um, fairy world okay so um, uh, yeah so we're working on that we're in post production as well um, and we'll do the festival circuit on that okay. um, and then look at distribution mm-hmm. um, and then I'm working on a couple other um, small freelance projects um, but the, the the big baby right now is already trying for mm-hmm. us yes yes you guys went all out. You got the little interviews with each character. You got, I mean, you went out. Oh, thank <laughs> you. No, I mean, I could tell the time it took. Yeah. Because people are always like, Hilliard, I want you to produce this project for me. We're going to do a Kickstarter. I'm like, no, bitch, I'm not doing it. I don't have yeah. time to get involved and all that shit. So when I watched your thing, I was like, wow, this is done really, yes. really well, though. Yeah. You know, it looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Mm-hmm. What were you about to say? Were you about to say, was I going to say something? You I was about remember. to speak. Um, so speak on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it's just been, so, we've been so deep in the ODT bubble mm-hmm. that I don't know how we can see past that until it's at least done, like mm-hmm. edited. Um, but I am working with uh, Adrian Rose White, who plays my character's assistant in the show. And we went to an Issa Rae event. Okay. <laughs> and we decided that... That damn Issa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has these like... Um, like a sip with blah 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 so she'll like introduce or interview somebody mm-hmm. in her um, offices in Inglewood and so she did um, 
I'm going to screw up her name. Oh my God. The director from Insecure who did mm-hmm. like the formation video and all that. It's Melina, but I don't know her okay. how to yeah. pronounce her last name. I don't want to screw it up. And she also did um, the creator of Blackish. So she's interviewed a bunch okay. of people. So we went to that event after we wrapped ODT and sitting in that event with her and another friend of ours, we were like, we need to come up with a, we need to do a writer's group. That mm. way we can meet weekly and really keep each other on track because right. I have tons of actor friends mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. producer friends now but I have no other writer friends what? wow yeah, where are you I'm, hanging out at, girl it's <laughs> seriously I don't I don't know any other people who write and so <laughs> in Hollywood yeah, in Hollywood <laughs> right it's crazy I just love come it. across actors live, all the time <laughs> like 10 minutes that way okay <laughs> and um, even even the two of them one is strictly an actress but she wants to start writing her gotcha. own content and gotcha. and then Adrian is um, more of a producer now mm-hmm. but she also wants to start writing more content content so we meet weekly and I'm developing a pilot that I came up with the concept for like two years ago and uh, then I realized how much of how much of it leaked it over into ODT <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm in that fun period of making them I know this exactly thing what you're right, about. right yeah but then I'm like well maybe this can be like Issa's journey of awkward black girl to insecure because mm-hmm. they're similar but they're not the same gotcha um, so I'm working on that and then me and Adrian also just shot like a three minute little sketch yesterday at my place okay. um, which is like a playoff of couples therapies but with like best friends because <laughs> to kind of show the dependency that girls have in our, can in our I, friendships can I tell you something <laughs> yes what happens is we write and we're talking about themes in the last episode mm-hmm. we were doing but as writers we write in themes too mm-hmm. you're just not always aware of them until you've written 10 to 15 scripts and mm-hmm. you realize oh my god I keep writing about mm-hmm. crime mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it is no I'm totally so aware you're, you're, but I'm just saying sometimes yeah. you don't like I think somebody told me boy you're always writing about this and I was like oh shit I am writing about that all the time and then no I no matter what the genre is you know it's, yeah, yeah, yeah that thing yeah I, my theme is totally psych I think ODT is the one thing that kind of um, deters from that a bit but everything I write about has some element of psychology in it mm-hmm. um, good yeah so I I'm totally I'm, I'm aware of that for sure <laughs> so what are some words of wisdom you can give some of our listen, listeners out here especially our women listeners who want to do a web series want to do the plunge you know mm-hmm. what are some things you can give them to encourage them because I want to I want to feel like 2017 is like the year of women making shit Yes. Making their shit. And I need some words of wisdom from people like you two who are doing it and creating the content that can encourage the others to, you know what, not do, or do it now. Do it now. So what are some things you can give them? It doesn't have to be like a whole bunch of things or just things that you know that work for you. Yeah, just something mm-hmm. that they can just to encourage other women. I would just say stick to your story. Be very like, don't you don't have to be precious about your work. You can be mm-hmm. collaborative, but know what it is you want to say because the more people come on board, the more opinions come on board. Mm. And I was lucky enough to have very people who trusted what it, like the story that I built was. So I didn't have any issues with that, but mm-hmm. I know that that can be a thing, mm-hmm. um, especially when you have more producers and people coming who have opinions of what they want That's it to true. be. And then I would also say just as a general, 
general writing thing, especially with screenwriting, it's okay if you don't like the process of writing. Yeah. Like writers <laughs> rarely like the pro- I hate the process of actually starting a script and the I only joy that I get from it is when it's done and you're like, Thank Oh my you. God, I wrote that. I know it's like the, uh, the but process. The entire I time like it's, the process. I don't know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the process when I wrote novels, when uh-huh. I wrote things that were more literary. I like that because okay. it's less technical writing scripts. It's like, I have all this I want to say, but Oh, you got three lines of action <laughs> and it's a dialogue. <laughs> and so, um, I think that it's, you know, it's not about, it's about, do you, it's about your priorities. You know, mm-hmm. do you like the finished product? Is it saying what you want to say? Um, do you like the feeling that you get when people right. read your or see your product? And I think that if you stay focused on that, then all of the drama in between. And also get a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> I have a 60-inch whiteboard in my bedroom because I'm visual and I realize that trying to outline on paper does not work for me all the time. So getting a whiteboard and being able to move yeah. things around. There's so many people that just put the beats up. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, and they write the script. I mean, it's yeah. long yes. as you do something where you see where you're going. Yeah, like mm. yeah, I his is like boom, right there. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it goes in. Yes. So, Sarah, what about you? Some help our women out yeah. there get that stuff out. Um, I you can't win if you don't play. I feel like. Oh my like, god, that's her favorite. <laughs> like you know what? It's so it seems so simple, but that's how it works. That's real talk. Yeah. I feel like you'll always wonder, like, what if if you didn't try? And mm-hmm. so, like, no matter how clunky it feels, like getting started on something, like find your people and like and and go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I and it never hurts to ask, um, especially with like outreach and things like that. Um, I crafting a message in such a way that it's not necessarily like asking for money, like help me, like we're poor, like (laughs) you may feel like that sometimes, you know, like, um, you're asking people to join a movement. So be confident in that because it's going to be awesome Mm -hmm. and like have confidence Mm -hmm. in like what you're doing and like who you're doing it with Mm -hmm. and just attack it. Mm -hmm. Cause like the moment that you start making it like, um, that you feel sorry for yourself mm-hmm. or like you feel bad about asking for help. You're making it about you and it's not about, it's not about you. So mm-hmm. it's about something bigger than yourself. Right. So be confident in what you're building. I like that. that. That's good. Cool. Cause the shit looks good. Looks Thank you. Really, Thank you. Trust hey. me, I would tell you. I was like, when they had the first one, oh, the first trailer for this first yeah, trailer, I first was like, holy shit. I'm like, this is like a real, this is some real shit. Like they not playing. Real, sure. You know? I, I think you guys should push as far as you can go to see who's going to buy everybody wants content right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have enough for a whole pilot. Eight minutes. And how many episodes y'all did? Eight. Come on now. I'm j- just to say that. Look, have them individual and have them as one full big ass pilot and move on and try to sell that shit. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to tell you. Now, mm-hmm. let me see it and let me see who I know. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, I'm sitting over here with all the motherfucking Allen balls downstairs and like, let me see what we can do. Right. Anyway. Right. Um, cool. Well, thank y'all. Thank, we thank you. It. So tell us where we can find y'all so people can start following you and support and be ready for when yes. it comes out because it's going to be fabulous when it comes out. Um, uh, ODTseries.com. Um, and then we're on Instagram and Twitter at ODT underscore series. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook slash ODT series. So anything ODT series. Right. Something with an O and a yeah. T. And a D. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So. 
But what about your personal? Personal, oh, like people um, who you is, where you in? They don't want nobody to follow for now. It's like, all right, fine. <laughs> um, I, my um, my Instagram, Twitter is underscore Sarah underscore Hawkins, um, and yeah, yeah. Cool. All my social media is just my name, Maya Hollis, and I finally got my Instagram handle. Somebody had <laughs> my name, and really? I had to put an underscore, and I finally got it. So Aww. now all of my social media. Is so it's Maya underscore. It's just Maya Hollis now. It used to um, be Maya Hollis underscore. But oh, so somebody jumped off and you. Just took mm-hmm. it. Uh, <laughs> I just smashed it up like yes. How did you girl. How did you know they left? What I just happened? searched it. Really? Yeah. It oh, just okay. was like I wonder if it's available now, and it was. And I was like, <gasps> and I texted you know, Sarah. She, I was excited. She drove up to that person's I house and said, like, "You best go ahead and delete your account. Delete your account." Yeah, that's funny. That's cool. awesome. All right. Well, you got Lisa Lisa Coat Jam. I can't wait to see it. Hey, um, you know we're y'all. Come on. I'm a Twitter junkie. I'm always on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, but that's just like I tell people, it's just for family. So people try to hit me up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's private. Even, it's private. <laughs> no, no. The problem is I don't check it as much. Like I, I, I call it remote posting. Like I'll see something and then I'll post from whatever the other site is to uh-huh. go on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I go to Facebook and I'm on there. Like is every now and then it's just family, you know, that kind of stuff. So follow me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is what fresh hell is this uh, Lisa Bolagaja and um, you can always find me uh, with Geek Soul Brother and the crew uh, under the hashtag Saturday Night Sci-Fi uh, whenever Graveyard Sis does her Friday Night Horror you can find me under Friday Night Horror Black and I'm so nerds. upset I was y'all at, need to be hitting them all look look, look I was at my retreat my silent mm-hmm. matter and they did uh, Candyman the second one a live tweet and I was not there <laughs> and I'm so upset because it's like because you know we don't, uh, she doesn't we don't do Friday Night are as often as I would like to because people are busy mm-hmm. and usually it's like maybe once a month and it's like usually I keep checking it's like oh when they have it, it's always the classic horrors that I love and I miss it <laughs> my feelings was so she hurt I'm sorry Ashley more. I missed it but anywho yes you can find me on Twitter you can also find me on Bitch Flicks and uh, let's see where else can you find me y'all need to be hitting up all of them if you don't just, yeah. just come in. just hang out with me on Twitter mm-hmm. it's always shenanigans with me <laughs> I, I apologize That's ahead of time shenanigans That's shenanigans Savannah that should gets. be my new podcast yeah. like shenanigans it's just whatever <laughs> and you know my new thing it's just a bunch of different stuff but you know but you know my new thing on Twitter is I love following this guy from Dubai and I mentioned it before where he mm. does like the food okay there's this guy who works at this restaurant in Dubai and the restaurant is like they're really big on steaks and stuff mm-hmm. so this guy can you bring me one right now and it's like <laughs> he slices up like the different meats but he does it so sexy mm. like he shows you how to start, he cuts steaks you ever watch Gordon Ramsay cut up. that motherfucker is dexterity yeah. is perfect I'm like god damn he's hot mm-hmm. just doing that shit but this man the way he sprinkles the seasoning is sexy <laughs> like he no I swear to god <laughs> everybody I mentioned no no listen I mentioned this the last couple episodes but mm-hmm. I'm so addicted to this thing because one I love food porn anyway just food True. but his it's like real food porn like he, all he's doing is sprinkling like the way he sprinkles and he slaps the meat uh, like he does uh, okay just look up the hashtag uh, salt bay uh, s-a-l-t-b-a-e salt like I'm addicted to it and it's like it's shameful okay. like I really want to get on the plane and go to Dubai and go to this restaurant <laughs> and just videotape him like let me bring you some seasonings and watch you sprinkle and just hit my arm right, I just just hit hit my arm arm. right there just <laughs> marinate that arm real quick but that's my that's my new thing on Twitter. So 
Look at me on That's Twitter. What's up. <laughs> See what I got to deal with right Shenanigans. <laughs> and I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. Follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Follow a sister, follow a brother. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, any questions? ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Please go on Facebook. Give us a five-star review. I fucking always forget that. We should have thousands of people on there. You're busy. I'm busy. Y'all know somebody who can run my shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> Go on Facebook, follow us there. Um, Which is terrible because I'm never on the Facebook page. I just I you always send me messages like, Lisa, could you please go on? I keep telling you to put your post, your bitch flicks things on there, your whatever, something. And as I say last year and the year before, <laughs> I'm gonna I do promise I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> I'm going to do it this year. Later. <laughs> I ain't did one. I'm um, going to make an attempt. <laughs> just take and put all the old shit on there even. Look. I, I, you know, I might just do that. Yeah. Make it um, easy. Um, big shout out to Dale and the guys over there at Action on Film. Um, I am on the cover of the new book, The Hundred um, Top Hundred Indie Writers in the World. Oh, congratulations. Oh, wow. um, what else? What else? What else? I'm doing a panel Tuesday night at the Writers Guild on indie writers and filmmakers okay. and whatever. Um, but this probably won't come out for like a couple weeks. Okay. Um, but make sure everybody, you go on, yeah. on Twitter and you follow on all the social media or die trying so that yes. when it drops, you will be you entertained. Will be you will be, be first. You will be in the know. You'll be part of the crew. <laughs> You'll be part there. Of the clan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? So anyway, join in there for join in with us for 2017, y'all. Can you remember it's 2017 this I time? I think so. I, I, I claimed the shit, didn't okay. I? <laughs> Let's see if you I'm gonna look you dead in your mouth. So thank you, you, Sarah. Thank you, Maya, mm-hmm. Lisa. So you guys know how we do it on the rant room. Yes. On the show, we keep it real. What? We keep it opinionated. Mm-hmm. And we keep it what, everybody? 2017. 2017. I'm Peace, so y'all. proud of you. Can you believe I got that shit? Ciao. <laughs> Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rare room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it and anybody can get it No limit, we get to kill it, you tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping, any topic, even the random I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rare room